0: Om Sri Sairam. Welcome to Prashanti Sandesh 116th episode. This morning I would like to share with you on a very silly quality that most of us have. This is irrespective of age. In a family gathering, when brothers and sisters talking, smiling, laughing, suddenly the child starts crying. What could be the reason? There is no other reason. The child wants to draw your attention. The child doesn't want you to talk, to spend all the time for yourselves. The child wants to draw your attention. From that stage, to draw the attention has become our weakness. This is there in every stage of our life. When we come to study period, learning, either positive way or negative way, people would like to show off themselves. Project themselves, exhibit themselves only to draw attention. We know in a very big auditorium, people making comments from one corner of the auditorium. Why? So that all people will turn back and they will notice him. His desire to draw the attention. So this quality to draw the attention has been there right from the childhood. Even in a, even in a meeting, people would like, to, would like to get up and ask questions. People would like, would like to interrupt their talk only to draw the attention. This is a very silly quality which we have to examine and dispense with. Let me share with you on this topic. Why crave for attention? Why should we crave for attention? Why? What are the causes? Even elderly people, even at advanced age, they crave for attention. Why? What are the causes behind this? Basically, to crave for attention is a human weakness. It is a reality, whether whether you accept or not. And it may be due to deep-rooted frailties, weakness, and it is an unchaste quality. And then, this Craving for attention may be due to the absence of awareness of one's own true self. If one does not know one's own self, what happens? They crave for attention. The only option left to them is they want to see themselves in the eyes of others, in the eyes of others. So when you want to see your face, in the eyes of others, well, what, what am I to say about it? And in other words, we also see people wearing very funny dresses, very funny dresses, particularly youth, very funny dresses. Why? To draw the attention. And we also find exhibition of jewellery that women wear on all special occasions, not in a modest way to draw the attention very clear. All this constitutes personality. What we project ourselves, what we are in the sight of others is all personality. But truly speaking, we cannot survive as a personality. We cannot, impossible. Because that personality, the projection is not natural and it's very arbitrary. We should not do that. Personality is that you develop, you are not born with it. Then what happens? This personality gives you a tremendous nourishment to your ego. Nourishment to your ego. You will be more and more egoistic. We know many people uh, standing before the mirror hours and hours. They are very proud of their personality. Poor chaps. What is to be done? Tremendous nourishment for ego. Yes. That's why those people crave for attention. And in the field of politics, Better we don't speak about them, because they want their names to be published, their photos to be published, and newspaper should carry every day some news item relating to their activity. Politicians are for publicity. A number of people are attentive to these politicians. So, a politician lives and craves for attention. There is no doubt about it. Therefore, personality will help you to draw the attention of others, but it cannot survive in the long run. Then, what is the solution to that? Until you discover your own authentic self, your own true self, until then, you will crave for attention. And and analysis, you will also know that which is your, your power is your own, is your own individuality. That which is your power is your own individuality. While personality will not survive, but individuality survives. Oh, I see. Then what is individuality? How to know that? The science to discover one's own individuality is called meditation. Meditation is a science. It will help you to know your individuality. It will survive. Individuality will never crave for any attention. Therefore, tell you in one sentence, a man of individuality is not at all bothered what others think of him, what others say about him. One may say you are an idiot, other may say you are a genius. A man of individuality cares to two tuppence, To these remarks, that is the difference between personality and individuality. Therefore, we should not care for others' opinion. Well, some people who are egoistic, they depend on others' opinion. Ego is not natural. Ego is the one that you cultivated. Unfortunately, very unfortunately and you depend on your ego, it is comparable to building a house on sand. Affixing your signature on water, they don't stand in the long run. As you begin to sign on the surface of the water, it starts disappearing. As you start constructing a house on sand, it starts collapsing from the beginning. Therefore, Do not depend upon others. Be independent in your being. And if at all you can listen to your inner voice. That is your conscience. This is very important. Therefore, to be free from this silly quality of drawing attention, craving for attention, the solution is to discover one's own self and to be independent in your own being and care to listen to your voice, inner voice. This is very important in the long run. Some people follow all superstition and superstitious people will have many followers. And these followers of superstition will draw the attention easily. That's why people boast of their superstitious practice. Therefore, unless you get rid of your ego, unless you are free from this falsity of personality, you can never be free from this silly quality of craving for attention. After all, Some may say, well, I'm respected because of this. It's high time that we know that there's nothing in respect. There's nothing in reputation. Nothing in respectability. You may be respected. You may be reputed. But there's nothing, truly speaking, in that respect and reputation. Understand this. The scriptures say that you are an emperor, the empire empire being your own being. The empire being your own true self, which is vaster than the universe. The self is vaster, more expansive than the whole of the universe. That way you are an emperor which you will come to know when once you discover your true self. But we forget this fact. Behave as a beggar. We like to behave as a beggar, forgetting the fact that every one of us is an emperor. It is said in the Holy Bible, the kingdom is within you. The kingdom is within you. Yes. The outer kingdom is not truly speaking a kingdom. The kingdom within you is the real kingdom which is which is very vast, which is big, vast, expands when compared to the universe. That we have to know that. Well then, what is the procedure? The procedure is also quite simple to begin with. How many of us find time to sit quietly, Closing our eyes, we don't have time nor intention because we find people talking during bhajan sessions or during satsangs also. They may try to whisper, but it is also a a weakness. What I would suggest is, let us try to sit, sit quietly in silence. And close our eyes. And then we begin to be aware of our eternal being. We begin to be aware of our eternal being. It is not the mundane life. It is not the ephemeral life of fleeting pleasures. No. It is one of the world within. The eternal being. That's what is necessary. Of course, this is possible when we, ex- we, when we extend this period of silence with eyes closed. Begin to dig in deeper and deeper into one's own self. Well, some people may say, the people who draw attention are charismatic, charismatic, which is wrong. Where does the true charisma lie? Lord Buddha is charismatic. Mahavira is charismatic. Adi Shankara is charismatic. Shirdi Bhagwan with a begging bowl is charismatic. Bhagwan Shri Sachai Baba the very name of charisma. The charismatic Being charismatic does not lie in personality. No. By developing your personality more and more never think that you will be charismatic. No. True charisma lies in the radiation of your individuality. Radiation of your individuality but not the other way. When once Your individuality radiates in all its splendor and glory. The attraction comes without asking. When Mahatma Gandhi was proceeding, thousands of people followed him. Why? Lord Buddha could attract audience of 5,000 people every day to listen to his discourse. Sri Ramakrishna Paramahamsa attracted people. They are all very simple. By virtue of personality, there is nothing to speak high about them. But, they reached peaks of realization of their self. They stand for their own individuality. Without asking, people start moving towards them. People are attracted by them. It is something like a magnetic attraction. Swami gives this, gives that in the morning here, and after bhajan sometimes he goes in his car to Gokulam. All people run after the car. No announcement. Swami will be going to Gokulam. Nobody told them, but people will come to know. They run after the car. When Swami goes to Bangalore, oh, number of cars. Follow his car. Nobody knows when he leaves. When he goes to Kodaikanal, thousands gather there. Who told them? Who invited them? Who asked them to come? It is the cosmic self, the universal mind of Bhagwan Sri Satsangi Baba. That is magnetic. That is charisma. Therefore, let us forget the silly quality of drawing the attention of somebody are craving for attention in a big meeting or in a big gathering when all are silent we find one fellow or other moving actively that side and this side aimlessly it only means he is craving for attention when there this photograph session we find one or two fellows joining the group, although they don't belong to them. Craving for attention. Some want their names to be published in the newspapers every day, possibly with their photograph. Craving for attention. So, photographs or news items or show off themselves by way of dress or moving that corner, this corner unnecessarily is nothing but silly craving, craze for attention. Therefore, let us examine this quality of silly quality of drawing attention and to what extent we are victims to that and try to be away from this quality. Because when, when you are the self, it is supreme. It is supreme. And that is all-pervading. It is divine. What's the you want? What's the you crave for? After all, the other person from whom you draw your attention is much worse than you. It's not worth it. Therefore, this talk is specially on this silly quality of drawing, of craving for attention, of drawing attention of everybody, unnecessarily. Particularly in the spiritual field, it is most undesirable. Swami often asks people you must have noticed, if he finds any student or any volunteer or any office bearer standing during that same time, he will ask them to be seated, sit down. Kurzo, kurzo, sit down, sit down. Don't show off like that. Don't crave for attention. Therefore, this topic, drawing attention or craving for attention must have been an eye-opener at least to some of you, starting with me, that we can dispense with that weakness by discovering our own self. Sairam, meet again.